Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For a chance to win it in his return. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. We were having this conversation off-air, hashtag off-air. Just my opinion, I think Brian Anderson, in my own personal basketball play-by-play power rankings, which again are just my own personal rankings, like people can disagree, totally subjective. Also, I'm right, but that's okay. It's also totally subjective. Uh, I think that, I think you still have to rank Mike Breen number one. Uh, also, he's a Fordham guy, and so am I. So my brain ha- has the number one spot. I think Brian Anderson is now my number two. And then Harlan and Ian may be tied for three. But we're talking, it might actually be like 1A, 1B, and then like 1C. I mean, it's slightly. the golden They're age, all, too. I mean, the it, idea that you're insane. ranking all of them. It's just the it's golden insane. age. I mean, it's the best. Yeah, it's the absolute best. I totally agree with you. Uh, and like, I, I know a lot of people like don't like Mark Jones that much. I even think Mark Jones is really good when he just like does like, play Oh, he's play great. He's, he's I, I, yeah. I love watching him do the Kings games too. I love that he does the Kings games sometimes like late, late night, just throw that game on instead. He's, he's very good. I mean, you can say what you want about like, you know, his presentation and you would prefer others. Like I, I'm, I'm good. Mark Jones calling the game. I'm good. So he, I mean, honestly, you chuckle a couple times because sometimes it is a little theater of the absurd, but that's great. Like it actually adds something to the telecast, honestly. <laughs> If, okay, now I if I you could do like a mismatch, a mishmash of a play-by-play crew, right? Get a play-by-play okay. guy from one sport and a color analyst from another. Like, what would what would the funniest pairing be? How about this one, Mark Jones and Jason Garrett? <laughs> I thought you were gonna do Mark Jones and like Romo. <laughs> well, that would, that would be that. Oh, Mark, I'm right. not sure. I'm yeah. Not sure oh, Mark, I'm not sure. <laughs> Tony, put him on a flight like an IG bottle. Uh, so, so, like Jason Garrett and Mark Jones. Yeah. Because sure. Mark Jones would make like Mark Jones would make a reference about like I, I'm yeah. not even like cool enough to know like who would even be no. referenced, and and Garrett would be like, oh man, I love his entire catalog. <laughs> was just jamming out to him on the way here on my Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> what was his line about as Ice Spice on Saturday Night Live? He's like, can't oh, wait to watch yeah. Ice Spice tonight on yeah. SNL. Yeah. It's like, what? Yep. Like, listen, yeah. man. You don't have to okay. pretend. Okay, buddy. <laughs> it's like, it's, good, it's good t- game, buddy. Yeah. It's, t- it's, t- it's totally okay that you're not going to do that. It's all right. Yeah. Totally okay. all right. Uh We'll get to all the line movement coming up for Week 16 in the National Football League as we move along, including 
Well, what a surprise. We told you on Monday that this would happen. Taylor Heineke back starting for the Atlanta Falcons, the line movement with the Falcons and the Colts, and the rest of the injury news. Jamar Chase unlikely to play for Cincy and how it impacts the point spreads in the games coming up this weekend. Great guests starting next hour on the show. We'll begin with pro sports better Rob Bazola in about 40 minutes. And we'll get to P-squared, B-squared for the Seahawks at the Titans and the Eagles hosting the Giants on Christmas Day in a moment. But first, uh, we played the jaw highlight coming back from break. We spent a lot of the first segment talking about John Morant's return to the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, last night after the game, I know that Ken and I, I think Tyler did also, we put on our blue suede shoes. And we didn't board the plane, but we clicked the buttons. Put on yeah. our blue suede shoes oh, I've been, and I've been on the, the flight keyboard. For, <laughs> I've been on the flight since Thanksgiving. Yeah, just been waiting. <laughs> waiting for the announcement. Waiting to touch down. Yeah. And at the end of the yeah. season, I hope it's touchdown in the land of the money green. <laughs> and hopefully it'll be sunny out at that point. Um, but Ken, you yeah. wanted to make the bull case here on John yeah. Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. I uh, I just, you know, I, I think people who listen to the show all the time know that I, I basically am I'm basically never one to overreact to something that happened the night before. So I, when I tell you I, I love buying basically the Grizzlies in every market that exists right now, all of them with maybe one exception, which would be like to win the title. Uh, they don't strike me as like a particularly likely champion, but they strike me as a particularly likely everything else. So when I tell you, I like them just understand that like, this has been brewing for a while. Like this is not a, re- this is in some ways has nothing to do with what happened last night. I would have liked them whether they won the game or not. It just so happens that we're doing that. We were off yesterday and we're doing the show today and they played last night and he hit a game winner and everybody's buzzing about it. So like it is going to feel prisoner of the moment, but that's okay. Um, I, uh, I've been, I've been thinking, you know, not thinking, I've been actively trying to figure out how to buy this team for a while, just because like, I, and you know, people who follow the NBA know this, this is not a secret. Like ultimately the success of your team will almost entirely be due to how good your star player is and how many games he plays and at what level he plays. And yeah, like you got to surround him with stuff and the coach has to be good and whatever, but like, how good is your star player? How often does he play? How great is he? And the Grizzlies have a really good one and they haven't had him for 25 games so I kind of don't care at all what the performance has been up to the season from a rating standpoint. Uh, of course, you have to care about the record, and we'll talk about some of the markets and how far back they are, and it's totally reasonable to not be in on any of this stuff. It's a tough case to make. The standings are what they are. They can be as great as they want. They're still pretty far behind in a lot of these things. Um, but I do think like the key to me is, okay, like when they're at their best, what are they? When Memphis is at their best and Minnesota's at their best and Oklahoma City's at their best, and Denver's at their best, and the Lakers are at their best, and the Clippers are at their best. Aside from Denver, I'll take this team, like, over the balance of the season, over basically, like, everybody in, like, a single-game situation. I'll take them over Denver in a regular season, because this team's deep as hell. They're going to care a lot about playing in the games. They're going to care a lot about winning a lot of the games. So just, like, from a rating standpoint, I, I can't have Memphis much higher. I think that's what their potential is. Keep in mind, and we, this gets obscured by the very obvious John Morant suspension and the guns on Instagram stuff and all this stuff. It obscures the fact that two years ago, this team won 56 regular season games two years ago. With this core, they won three. And you could be like, well, Steven Adams is out. If you think like that's the thing that separates this from happening again, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I totally disagree with you. Steven Adams is a great player. Like, that's not what this is to me. So, and Nick writes something in our chat. There's a couple other injury things that go along with this handicap. So, they won 56 games a couple of years ago. Uh, that was with a core of very young players, Morant, Jaron, Desmond Bain, who will now be 
this should be, if you believe in player career arcs and when players start playing their best, this should be the best year of John Morant's career. This should be the best year of Jaron Jackson Jr.'s career. This should be the best year of Desmond Bain's career. Next year will be better than this year in that way. This is how player career arcs typically work. So, okay, team won 56 a couple of years ago. I'm getting an improved version. There's no, I mean, you watched Jaron Jackson the last couple of weeks. There's no way he's not better than two years ago. There's absolutely no way. Like, this is the best version of a team that won 56 games. The coach is one of the best coaches. They have a legit home court advantage. Their best player is, their best player, by the way, John Morant's best season is still better than Jason Tatum's best season. Oh, by the way, statistically, like, go look that up. So it's like, that's where we're at with this team. So it's like, yeah, you're going to be like, whoa, there's like nine games back in the day. Yeah, they're nine back with 56 to play. They're like six back of the 10 with 56 to, you know, really? This team on this pace? I think they have a chance to win 80%, 70% of their games the entire rest of the season. There's no question about it. Uh, they will get Marcus Smart likely back tomorrow. If not Saturday, they're sort of in between on when he's going to come back. They play Indiana tomorrow. Indiana's on the second night of a back-to-back. Play Atlanta on Saturday. Uh, Brandon Clark tore his Achilles in March. He started getting shots up. I think there's a really good chance maybe all-star break for him. And this team, if they do have a weakness, they desperately need a big. Like Bismack Biombo plays big minutes for this team. And it's because Steven Adams is out and Brandon Clark's out. And they don't have a lot of guys. But like, okay, great. Like they do have a weakness. They have a flaw. I'll acknowledge that. I, they've also found insane depth. This is one of the smartest coaching staffs. This is one of the smartest front offices. Like, how do you not want to buy this team? Like, they're the best. They're the best. Like regular season? They're, they're just as good as it gets, honestly. Super deep, great star, aside from the off-court stuff, admittedly. Um, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to buy it. Like, this isn't – look, you can go nuts about the Pacers and Halliburton. Great. They're dead last in defense. They give up 160 to everybody. This is why we bet them in zero. How's Halliburton most improved going? Yeah, those bets aging really well for everybody. Carlisle, coach of the year. It's all going really well. Like, we don't have to buy everybody who's good. You, I think you want to buy – I still think you want to buy this. I, just, I mean, I just – Still, the price I see four to one play in, eight to one playoffs. Which is the best think one? Do you think out of all those futures bets, which do you think is the best one? The, the best price? I, I bought, I bought them all, one. and I think that I think they're all the best. And it's just how much risk do you want to take? They're going to make the play in tournament more than they're going to do everything else. So everyone's going to pick that one. But like that's just because it's going to happen more often. When the other things happen, they pay way better. So it's just like everyone's going to pick the play in one because it's like. It's the easiest case to make, and it's the shortest price. But yeah, like, I bet 110 division. The leader for the division is the Mavericks, uh, whose second best player got landed, on, got his foot landed on by someone else, basically has no timetable for, for return, and is extremely susceptible to long periods of time away from the teams that he plays for. And then there's Luca, and then there's like a cast of kind of misfit characters, a couple of whom are injured right now. And Luca's killing it. And that's great. They are incredibly flawed versus like Boston or Minnesota or Milwaukee or some of these other division favorites. The second place team is the team Memphis beat last night. Who is literally known for, above all else, inconsistency. Think the Pelicans are ever winning 50 games in an NBA season? Are you kidding? They're probably going to fire the coach. They should probably trade McCollum or somebody else. Like that's, that's like a 46, 44 win team where you go, man, I really thought they'd be better than that. And then here's, like, this is the part that really makes the division place crazy to me, at least. You have MGM up right now, just for the, the division prices. Sorry, I, I think you. it's, uh, I'll, I'll get it. I think it's 35, but I'll I'll, I'll get it now. I, yeah. I, I wanted Houston. That's what I was curious oh, about. Uh, like forget, five, yeah, I think. Give me a second. Something like that. I'll have it for you in a second. Yeah. So, like, the, the crazy thing to me is comparing the Rockets and the Grizzlies. 425, Houston. And what's Memphis right now? 
Memphis is, uh, let's see, Memphis is 30. 30. So Mavericks minus 125, New Orleans 2, Houston plus 425, the Grizzlies at 35, and the Spurs a 5 with like uh, 700 zeros after it. Right, (laughs) as many zeros as Wembenyama's wingspan. Uh, Here's the thing, because you're going to look and be like, well, Houston's ahead in the standings. Okay, cool. Uh, What is the most amount of games Houston can possibly win this year, the way they're constructed? Uh, Like 44? Maybe something like that. That's like I was a gonna say, I was gonna say Houston. I was going to say 41, yeah. like go 500. Yeah, they're like a re- they're like a fun, extremely young, flawed 500 team. It's like the Pacers. Actually, Pacers are kind of like the same thing. Pacers are like a little further along on the track, but like you get the idea. Fun teams, super flawed, too young to like win a ton of regular season games. Great. Like the market is not how often will Houston finish with a better record than Memphis. The market is to win the division, which means to have a big record. Like, the Grizzlies are going to be favored in almost every game they play the rest of the year if they start catching fire. Their rating has an opportunity to skyrocket versus some of these other teams. Like, I just, again, I'm I'm going to start repeating myself, so I'll just stop. And again, they could play the Pacers tomorrow. Ja could step on an ankle wrong or go on Instagram live after the game, and it's all over. Like, the bets bets don't win. I just, I think the probability, like, I, I don't know why... Like, even in the win total market, they got bet up like a win, and it's not that last night should be the catalyst for it. Like, with him back, the win total market implies they have to win, like, a little less than half their games the rest of the year. They won 56 two years, half their games. Based on what? Like, we haven't even seen the team yet. Smart comes back in a couple of days. Like, it's ridiculous. So, I don't, it makes, I can be wrong. A couple of days from now, I'd be like, wow, that was really stupid, Ed. Yep, jaws out for the season. I don't know. They're a huge. They're just a buy for me all over the place. And you bought. You bet West, right? That's another thing that you bought. I did. Here's the other funny thing. I don't think that's crazy. Well, no, I don't think I, it's crazy I, at all. Just, just get in, basically, yeah. and then like, and then you know, I'm assuming they get I'd in, they'll probably be six. on some type of roll. Well, for sure. <laughs> yes. Prefer to not be in the play-in. Yeah, but I just we've. It's like okay, cool. We've watched 25 games. Minnesota's awesome. Uh, I have their coach to win coach of the year for billions of dollars. I hope he wins, honestly. Um, They're a very likely one seed. They're going to be the best defensive team. They probably have the defensive player of the year. Really, like, in a playoff series, and again, it's hard to answer this question now because you haven't seen Memphis fully formed yet. You haven't seen it. Like, Clark's not going to come back for a while. Like, you're not going to see it for a little bit. I'm just telling you, like, first-round series, not no, not, like, ignore home court just for this just for this question just for a second. Like, Minnesota-Memphis on a neutral with Memphis fully formed? Like really, we're Minnesota big favorite. No shot. Oh yeah, they Leon, played you know a pretty what? entertaining you know I love to make series. a big favorite. Right. Well, it's a couple of years ago when before Gobert. A couple years ago, there. before like, Gobert. Yeah. But that was a great seven game series. I mean, oh, all those games awesome. were all it was a two super, seven. But, That's the year they won fifty six. And, and they were all like, and every game was like in like uh, it was like one forty one to like one thirty eight. Those were right. great games. And it just, uh, yeah, you know who I love betting on in a playoff series? Rudy Gobert. Can't wait. Really. You're all you're kidding yourselves, honestly. I think you're all nuts. Uh, if you get Memphis in, look, I think Denver's going to win the West. I still think they'll figure it out. I don't really care how many games they win. I'll always pick them over everybody else. I mean, the amount of like equity and leeway you give yourself against every other team. You can wait for Phoenix to try to figure it out, but they've been play- Lakers have been playing with a full roster forever. What are they two over? Good work. Like how, Phoenix, how many is Memphis? Man, how do you lose? I don't know. We haven't seen it. How did the yeah. Suns lose to the Blazers, man? I know Beal's not I there, just, but I mean, how do you, like, how, how does that happen? How do you, how do, and Aiden kind of, like, punked them. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, that's, 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 that's true. That's, that's absolutely correct. Uh, 
I just I think we forget that two years ago we we all started hating this team and like for good reason like Dylan Brooks was on the team like we just they were not likable to a certain degree after a certain point we all really liked them and then we all really hated them and I totally get it but like they were on a really upward trajectory and they were really young and like now this year it's like a way better version of their best three players probably we have to see Ja play a lot to know that but like it, it almost has to be and like we're gonna you're gonna not think they can make it like it's just nuts to me so anyway and, uh, i bought and, a lot whatever and like and like jaron's unbelievable like i don't think yeah. it even does it justice to say he's better now than he was he's 50 times better and he was defensive player of the year all right on the other side maybe a little more nba and uh p squared b squared a couple more games this weekend in the nfl